podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Whistleblowers Daily, the show that gives you the football headlines and some concise opinion on each every single weekday of the football season. I'm Mark Smith. These are your football headlines for Monday the 3rd of October. Manchester City destroyed rivals Manchester United 6-3 at the Etihad yesterday. Hat-tricks from both Phil Foden and Erling Haaland were enough to completely overwhelm the visitors, who were flattered by the result thanks to two late goals of their own. Haaland became the first player in Premier League history to score three hat-tricks in a row at home. City boss Pep Guardiola said despite the result, his team should have scored more and there is still room for improvement. In Sunday's other game, Leeds United and Aston Villa played out a drab 0-0 at Ellen Road. Leeds winger Luis Sinistera was sent off just after half-time, but they managed to hang on for a point despite some good chances for the visitors. Leeds manager Jesse Marsh said he felt sorry for the fans after accusing Aston Villa of repeated time-wasting during the game. He said, this is the best league in the world and our fans don't come here to watch a match played at snail's pace. Wolves have parted ways with manager Bruno Large after 16 months in charge. Large led Wolves to a 10th place finish last season, but a run of just one win in the last 15 games has left them in the relegation zone. Wolves manager Jeff Shee said that poor form meant he had no choice but to take the difficult decision to sack Large. He said, Bruno is an excellent coach, a hard-working and dedicated manager, and a warm, wise and honest man. It remains to be seen which Portuguese manager they bring in next. And in tonight's game, Leicester hosts Nottingham Forest in the East Midlands derby. Those are your headlines. OK, only one place to start, the Manchester derby. Here's a very happy Nigel Rothband, host of the Man City podcast. I'm always nervous before a derby. Never like to predict. Form goes out the window and you never know what's going to happen. And then you see no Rodri on the team sheet. What happened next was simply a joy to behold. 4-0 before half-time. The away fans leaving at half-time. Akanji and Ake majestic at the back. Grealish running them ragged. Bernardo everywhere, and then two lifelong City fans scoring hat-tricks. Oh my word, Manchester is blue. That was Nigel Rothband, host of the Man City podcast, available on this very network. Check it out if you're a City fan. And of course, if we're going to have a Man City voice, it's only fair we get the thoughts of the other team in a morning like this. Here is football writer and Manchester United fan, Sam Pilger. First, the good news for Manchester United on yesterday's performance. That was the first time United scored three goals in an away game for a year. Anthony, the new signing, scored his second goal in only two games in the Premier League since joining from Ajax. And Anthony Martial marked his comeback from injury with two goals. Also, United won the second half 3-2. That's the good news. The bad news is rather more significant that... They were completely destroyed by Manchester City. It finished 6-3, but at one point it was 6-1 with 20 minutes to go and 4-0 at half-time. It was another humiliation for United. But somehow I don't think it was as bad as losing 4-0 to Brentford. Firstly, since then, United have rallied with four consecutive wins, including over Arsenal, the only team to beat Arsenal, and Liverpool. So Ten Hag has thrived since then, proven he can uh, do well in the Premier League, which was not the case after having lost to Brighton and Brentford. But also, um, this is Manchester City, the reigning champions who are going to destroy a lot of teams this season, and United were just one of them. But I think um, 
so it, it's how, you know, the football cliche, it's how United respond to this and how they rally against uh, Everton next weekend and, and this week in Europa League as well. But it is one to learn from and move on from, um, I think, the nature with which City strode through Manchester United's midfield was was alarming. Obviously, the leaving Casemiro on the bench has to stop now. You don't spend £60 million for a player to watch from the bench. He needs to now start um, starting games. United are world-class central defensive midfielder. They need to start playing him. I'm not saying he would have started. Uh, he stopped the rot yesterday, but that would have helped. And also, they were unlucky with Varane. Varane went off, Rafael Varane went off at 1-0 and um, the game obviously ended up as as 6-3, so that was a loss. But um, yeah, a sobering, humiliating day for United, but strangely without its positives. That was Sam Pilger, football writer. Check his stuff out on Forbes. Uh, Let's move on. The game yesterday, the second part of uh, Super Sunday was Leeds versus Aston Villa. Not a great one. Here's comedian and Villa fan Tony Jameson. Leeds versus Aston Villa. I mean, where do I begin? It was on Super Sunday. If ever a title for a programme was more inappropriate for a football match, this was it. I mean, it was oh, it was just bad, wasn't it? Let's face it. Villa under the cosh for the first 45 minutes. Leeds looking threatening. I still don't know how Sinister has been sent off or why he's been sent off. Granted, yes, okay, fine, by the letter of the law, he shouldn't put his foot out to block a short free kick, but what a stupid sending off. It ruined the game, to be honest. Leeds then had nothing to do in that next 45 minutes. Villa thought this is the opportunity, this is when they're going to play this expansive, creative football that apparently they're capable of doing. And as you saw in 45 minutes, they are not capable of any of that. They are capable of getting into the final third. And then what seemed to happen was, you know, like when you play FIFA, but you've played Pez for a long time and you press the cross button and you think it's the shoot button. It seems to be that, to be honest. Loads of Villa crosses that were just going nowhere. Shots that weren't really uh, troubling any goalkeeper. Leeds, of course, nearly nicking it at the end when Banford went charging through. Uh, and then a great last-ditch tackle from McGinn. I mean... A point probably Leeds would would take that. Villa would definitely take that because it's away from home and it's Steven Gerrard getting a point. Um, there's just nothing. There's just not. Just relegate them both now. Like neither of them, <laughs> neither of them really uh, added anything to to the league or whatever. It was just bad, and it's very much a sign of what Villa are under Steven Gerrard. That was Tony Jameson. Yeah, agree with all of that. Not good stuff. Not sure where we go. For Steven Gerrard from here, it's difficult to work out what the game plan is really. Lots of good quality players, not really much of a solid output by any metric really. Disappointing. Disappointing. I am surprised that Jesse Marsh comes out with the comments about Villa time-wasting because it's exactly what Leeds did in the second half. Okay, they're down to 10 men, they've got more reason to do so, but still, it's the same thing. Anyway, uh, Bruno Lage has been sacked as manager of Wolves. We will have some comment on that tomorrow when we get a clearer picture of who may replace him. But until then, I hope you enjoy the football tonight. Forest play, Leicester, uh, wherever you're watching that, I hope you enjoy it. We'll be back same time tomorrow here on The Whistleblowers. Sports Social Podcast Network.